This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. This is your host, Darren Hood. Welcome, everybody, and glad that you're able to join me on today. As always, a special welcome to those of you who are partaking of my podcast for the first time. Um, We're about to come up on a milestone. And before we even get into the content tonight, I just wanted to to mention it. I'm excited. Uh, I I hope you're excited with me and for me, but I'm really happy today. And I just want to give a a shout out and express a thanks to the folks at CX of M Radio at Michigan State University that came to me roughly a year ago and asked me to produce a podcast, Uh, this very same podcast that you are hearing right now, the world of UX. And I forget that it says with Darren Hood, I leave that part out. We're talking about the world of UX. Uh, I live the other, I leave the other part out. I, I like being in the background. I like being being uh, unseen, so to speak. But uh, I'm thankful. I'm, I appreciate the opportunity to share. I love sharing. I I'm very happy about being able to help people grow, to help people learn more about UX, to give people some tools that they can use to grow their personal UX maturity level, to grow their organization's personal UX maturity level, to, to help some people to grow and, and mature in the field in a sound way, especially when you think about the topic that we're addressing right now, UX in the age of misinformation. This kind of information is needed. Not too many people are willing to do it. Not too many people are equipped to do it. Matter of fact, a lot of people would not do it. And that's why we're in the shape that we're in. Because if people had been sharing proper information the way that it should have been disseminated, it would not have been so easy. Yes, this is one of the reasons we're in the state that we're in. It would not have been so easy for people to overtake. But at any rate, let's take a step back. Uh, I'm about to get ahead of myself. Uh, We are, this is episode number 50. We are about to reach a milestone. In the podcast, we are about to celebrate our year anniversary. So I'm just taking time to to express thanks today. I'm thankful for Michigan State University for giving me an opportunity to do this podcast. I'm thankful to CX of M Radio and the Brain Trust there. Uh, I'm thankful for those of you, the listeners, who have been enabling me to be successful. You would not be listening if you did not place value upon what we are doing. So you are a part of this success. Uh, So I'm very grateful for you, very thankful. And I hope that you continue to listen. I'm going to work, bend over backwards to make sure that I'm delivering content that's going to help all of you be everything that you can be when it comes to UX. And so we've got an exchange. We've got got a dynamic going here where uh, I share, folks partake, Uh, I actually, I answer questions that I receive from some of you out there. So thank you. Um, uh, The people that we've had on the show so far, uh, and we want to have more people. I'm actually sort of missing 
the dialogue. We had Julia Fernandez on recently. Uh, we had other folks that were on recently. Dr. Casey was on from Michigan State, and he was talking about the the undergrad uh, experience architecture program there. And 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 we've had this. It's just great to have people, Keith Enstone, to come on the show and to share what they're bringing to the UX community because we are, we are a community. We don't get anywhere without one another and we've got to uphold the standard. We've got to uphold what real UX is about because it not only benefits us as individuals, but it benefits the users, it benefits organizations, and it benefits those that are coming up behind us. So thanks to all of you. I'm successful today because of you. Uh, I could not do this on my own. If there was nobody to listen to it, uh, we wouldn't be here. If, if the numbers were not what they are, we would not be here. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm just excited uh, that we're about to hit this milestone. When I um, was first asked to do the show, you, know, you, you don't think about the continuity and things like that. You just get up and you just do the work. And But when you reach a milestone, it's time to celebrate. So we will probably be bringing this topic to a close about the same time that we hit that, that milestone. I just wanted to mention it today. And I'm starting to celebrate already. If you haven't already figured that out, uh, we are definitely uh, in celebratory mode here. So that said, let us continue. Uh, covering the topic, as we mentioned, UX and the age of misinformation. And I attended a, a great event with uh, the Dallas Black UX folks uh, here just right before recording the show. And I was reminded that someone asked me, what is this age of misinformation? And, and I mentioned that it's about how... <laughs> I've got a few different words that are crossing my mind to describe it, but we are overrun today with misinformation and where we're trying to advance people. We're trying to advance the discipline. And when someone takes the time to ask me about misinformation, it, it just, just to start off tonight, uh, I think some other people may feel the same way. They may have that, that element of curiosity because a lot of people, it's not common to know that we're being overrun with misinformation today, which is another thing that gives misinformation its wings because, uh, as you're going to find out shortly, one of the things we'll talk about tonight is that because people lack a filter, misinformation does not have, uh, maybe we should say it a different way, People are not in a position, they're not equipped to offer resistance. Without having a filter, misinformation can just flourish. It can flow. It can, not only will people receive it, but they'll also help, as we've said already today, they'll give it wings and they'll help it to move from person to person to person to person to person. And so before we get into that in great detail, uh, there was something I wanted to share. And, and this gives you another example of the misinformation that's out there. The, the filter is the remedy. So how about we talk about the issue? Let me give you an example. I promise to share some examples with you. And I've got an example tonight that I think is going to shock a lot of people. When you when you hear what I'm about to, to share with you, uh, and you would think that this dialogue 
is something that's not re- realistic, that someone would think that it was scripted. Someone would think that that this is a joke. You're just making this up just to help with the show. Oh, well, number one, I wouldn't do that. Uh, number two, this, what I'm about to read to you is from an actual dialogue that took place on Reddit, frankly, between people who do not have a filter. It took place between people who are zealous, between people who are anxious to get ahead. Uh, It took place between people who are helping one another, even though it's really the blind leading the blind. And this will all make sense in a few moments. Check this out. Listen to this. So this is a, a, a discussion that took place on social media between two people. Uh, I'm only going to share two parts. The initial question, uh, basically, and, and then the, the details associated with that question, and then the response uh, and, and warning. This is shocking, and it is an absolute accurate post that took place. And remember, we're talking about misinformation. So here goes. So the question is, how did you guys, it's not me, someone else said this, how did you guys get hired with no experience or design degree? And so the person, that's the the header that they put on their statement. That's the, the summary statement, I guess, or whatever they call it in this particular venue. But the person goes on to elaborate. They said, I'm making a career change and have been doing a UI slash UX design bootcamp online mid-pandemic. I'm struggling to even get to an interview stage. So I'm getting really upset and just wanted to know what you guys did to get noticed and land a job without experience or a degree in design, even if you did. So this is the scenario. This is the question. This is... Someone who is, you you have to see their perspective, no matter whether it's right or wrong. And sometimes we, some of us can be too hard on folks. If this is how somebody feels, this is how they feel. Does it mean that you're going to agree with them? No, it does not. But we need to understand that if a person feels a particular way, we need to embrace that because that is their reality. Now, the response that's going to come is not going to ignore that and it's not going to to enable them and we're not going to play games with them because that person for all we know could be listening to the podcast they could they could hear this and recognize hey uh i wrote that so i want you to know if you happen to be listening to this we're not we're not shaming you we're not demonizing you we're not upbraiding you that's how you felt you being whoever because this person felt that way but there's some other people out there that feel that way as well now before we get into this answer that i I was just so shaken when i saw it i want to take a couple moments and and i want to talk about what this person said because we're talking about ux in the age of misinformation people will draw conclusions will have expectations because of information misinformation misinformation causes people to, to expect things to happen in a way that are not realistic. Misinformation can cause people to have false hope. Misinformation can cause people to react improperly when they hear the truth. 
These are some of the the threats, the problems that that come from being misinformed. This person said that they're making a career change and they've been doing a UI UX design boot camp. We've said this before and we say it again. People attend boot camps because of misinformation. They make promises about jobs. They make promises about your, what the what you're going to learn. They make prof- promises about how you're going to get up to speed and be career ready. I heard another promise on a video that I saw earlier today. Someone said, you're going to be career ready after just six weeks. Um, nobody is career ready after six weeks. This is not a, a, um, a programming boot camp. That is a finite science. UX is an infinite science. And because of that, it takes longer to lay the foundation to become what you need to be. So again, you may think that you're going to learn something, whether it's nine days, a program that I talked about recently, nine days, uh, six weeks, six months, whatever it is, when you are learning, the truth is you're just laying a foundation. You're just getting your feet wet. You might just, just become someone who can handle the buzzwords, let alone do the work. It's not going to happen that fast. So as I stated, misinformation sets false expectations. And so you begin to build, you begin to erect an edifice when you embrace misinformation that eventually is going to need to be torn down in order to make progress. And a lot of people, when they have erected a building, using elements that simply cannot stand a storm, so to speak, people usually get upset when they find out that all of that work is going to need to be remodeled is the best case scenario. Because if you've taken in information that's not trustworthy, uh, but part of the building, your zeal, your passion, those are things that can continue to last. And frankly, those are things we can build on. So if you have passion, If you have commitment and you learn something that's incorrect, just take down the things that were part of that building that you erected that can't continue, but keep the zeal in place, keep the passion in place, keep your commitment in place, keep your willingness to commit in place, but just put the right things in that building and you'll be in good shape. So there's no doubt in many cases not all. I've met some people that really aren't serious about it at all, no matter where they went to learn. They could have gone to a boot camp, university, or anywhere else for that matter. But this person was probably really passionate, and they were really sincere. And so that's the part we don't want to throw away. And I hope everybody understands that because people like to label people like me and say that we don't have a heart and we don't understand We've been you. <laughs> so folks need to stop saying that. They're usually trying to scare people from engaging with us for whatever the reason might be. So that's not it. So this person made a mistake and we all make mistakes. But the thing is that in order to grow, we have to take responsibility for our mistakes. We have to face them head on. And then we're able to overcome them. Then we're able to go forward. So this is critical. So design boot camp, big mistake. Um, he says he's struggling. He or she is said they're struggling to even to get an interview. 
stage. So I'm getting really upset and I just wanted to know what you guys did. So let's stop there and let's examine that for a moment. No matter what discipline, what type of job, no matter what type of career track somebody is on, when you are starting out, when you do not have any experience whatsoever, the chances that you're going to be looking for a job for a while, is they're very, very high. But because people made a promise that you're going to be able to go through, in this case with the boot camp, you're going to be able to go through our boot camp and you're going to be career ready as soon as you graduate. That was a lie, folks. That was a lie. I'm a college professor. I teach people in a master's program, and and a lot of them are getting jobs in UX as soon as they graduate. Nobody can promise you a job. Some of them even tell you that if you don't get a job, you'll get your money back, and they don't tell you that there's some small print associated with getting that money back, and a lot of people do not get that money back. So misinformation, once again, setting false expectations, causing people's frustration to be off the charts, and you have a right to be frustrated in general. However, those same promises cause people to have a sense of entitlement, and and that's where the frustration is coming from. You think that, oh my God, I'm not getting an interview yet. Oh my God, I'm not getting a job yet. There's a root. We spend too much time trying to pull up the weeds. Did anybody have to pick up, pull weeds when you were a kid? I did. And I never thought that it would help me to learn something later in life. If you are, for those of you that don't know, uh, because frankly, a lot of people didn't have to do a lot of chores or things like that when they were younger, but I learned. I'm glad that I did. When you pull up a weed, you have to get the root. I remember my mom, we lived on a corner lot too. When I was a teenager, we had a really big corner, (laughs) a lot of grass folks. And my mother would send me out and it would be my responsibility to, to pull up the weeds. I had to learn how to do it right. Cause folks, if you, you can pull up 30 weeds and if you don't get them right, they can literally be back the very next morning. You have to get a weed by the root. And there's a lot of times people, what they're talking about, they spend so much time, we, a lot of times can spend so much time focusing on the weed of a thing and we don't get the root. And so we never really handle something effectually. So we talk about, I'm not getting an interview and I'm not doing this and I'm not getting that and they're not giving me a chance. And, and, and we try to address different things and maybe I need to make my, I need to beef up my portfolio a little bit. No, that's not really, that's not really where, where, where the power is in this thing. You need to be patient. You need to wait. Are the people in some of these places that are giving false promises about jobs, telling people that they need to be patient? Oh, well, not in their advertisements, they're not. Are they telling people, well, we're going we're gonna to teach you some things about the discipline. They'll never say some things. They, they tell you that you're fully equipped. You're not fully equipped. You're just getting started. Are they telling people that they need to have patience because it could be a while? No, they're telling you that you'll, be, that you'll be ready. So the misinformation creates all of these problems that uh, people are really 
struggling with. And I got to hear a lot of people recently talk about their frustrations associated with not being able to get an interview or a job. And, and um, no, we just need to tool up the right way. Need to be patient. You need to keep going to meetups, keep meeting people, keep networking, keep learning, keep growing, keep preparing so that when that job comes along, you'll be able to take advantage of that opportunity. You'll be able to seize it and you'll be able to do some great things. But if you're not getting better, if you're not continuing to study, if you're not in love with the discipline, you're going to have an even harder time. And then I've got news for you. Even after you're you're settled in UX and you've been working in it for three, four, five, 10, 15 years, guess what? Guess what problem you're going to have? You're going to have trouble getting a job. It's, it's still a challenge, folks. So this thing never ends. So it's actually important to lose that mindset. It's critical to your success, to your mental health. As a UX professional, it's better to know how things work than it is to have expectations that don't match the work that's taking place and what you're trying to get involved with. So again, then at the end of the question, the person says, well, what do you folks do? As I paraphrase, what did you folks do to get noticed and to land a job without experience or a degree in design, even if if you even did? And what did everybody else do? They kept applying. Not just UX. Let's get our mind off of UX. What did you do? What did I do to go forward? I kept applying. I kept my 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 foot on that pedal, on that gas pedal, so to speak. I continued to learn. I continue to meet people and it's the same process and it doesn't matter what you're working in. Other things that I've done throughout my whole life, the same challenges were there. The same obstacles were there. So it does not change. But because of misinformation, all of this frustration and, and, and the annoyance, all these things, they, they become astronomical because they're, they're blown out of proportion because of what people think is going to happen and it's not. Or because they think things are going to proceed a certain way and they don't. So here's the part I promised to you. And when we start our, our wrap up with this, this is going to floor you. This is the response the person received. And when you're trying to learn, when you're trying to grow as a UX professional, when you're trying to make progress, you don't need to go to sources where the chances of you being overrun by people who want to talk, who want to help, but don't have the ability is off the charts. And I'll flat out mention it. Reddit, if you're serious about UX, just get out of Reddit. That's where this came from. And it's really sad. Listen to this response. And this person had the audacity to respond for starters. I did exactly, here's what he said. I did exactly what you did. I went to a boot camp. You need to hustle. Uh, No, you don't. UX is not a hustle. It's a legitimate profession. So that means that you have to be skilled. It's not a hustle. The person said you need to network. Well, networking can help. Yeah, it can. The person said, and this is where it go, goes off the completely off the rails. The person literally said, you need to fake it until you make it. That is one of the worst lies that anybody in any profession can embrace. And folks, this is popular amongst boot camp grads. If you're a boot camp grad and you never heard that, uh, then count yourself fortunate. 
because there's a lot of people out there who did go to boot camp who do teach and embrace this mindset. You don't fake anything. If you are faking something, you're a faker. That's who you are. No faking. The person said they ask you if you have experience with such and such. Basically, he says, tell them, yeah, you have the experience. Tell them that you have the experience. No, he said, lie and figure it out later. Misinformation. Are you catching this today? Get your foot in the door, he says. Use recruiters. Not not engage with recruiters. He said, use recruiters. Are you catching the buzzwords? Or, or not really buzzwords, but the, the keywords that are that are that are jumping out here? Use recruiters? Really? You need to develop relationships with recruiters. Find a good recruiter because some are good and some of them are god-awful. So find a good recruiter and partner with them. Help them. Get to know them. Let them get to know you. And that'll help them while they're trying to help you. But don't use them. Engage in a real relationship. And they said, hit up friends of friends. LinkedIn your butt off. And I've seen, I've been a recipient of these people who come out to LinkedIn because of advice like this, who connect, but they don't have the emotional intelligence to engage. They really don't have a sincere frame of mind. They're disingenuous. And then when you, they hear things like what those of you hear that listen to this podcast, they get frustrated. They take things personally and then they demonize you. And none of those things are, are appropriate. And the thing is, there's no way that you're going to take advice or receive advice from somebody like this and have things work out. Asterisk, you can take that person's advice and get a job, but you are still not a legitimate UX professional, even if you do get a job. See, folks, it's not about getting the job. It's about being a real professional. Any fool can get a job. But if you want to excel at this, you have to pursue it the right way and you have to be patient and you have to lose that sense of entitlement. So there's your problem. As we wrap up right here, how do we overcome it? And we need to talk about this a little bit more. We can pick up on this next week. You've got to build a filter. You need a filter or this, this massive Massive, this, these mountains of misinformation can and will overtake you. If you don't know how to say, that's good, that's good, that's good. Oh my God, what is that? If you don't know how to, to mark that thing, to identify that thing that is not good and not in your best interest, then you will receive it. If you see somebody who is supposedly an authority saying something, are you going to say, oh, that's not true? Do you have what it takes to to engage in critical thinking and evaluate what that person is saying? Not until you begin to understand the discipline, properly define it, understand the tenets, the, the pillars, the usability, the heuristics, the information architecture, the UX research, the, the interaction, the interface design, and all of its many flavors and methods and methodologies and techniques, the associated deliverables. Until we learn these things accurately, you will not have a proper filter. And I guarantee you, when you learn UX 
from an unauthorized source, you will not have a filter. If you if you learn UX from a from an from an invalidated source, it is guaranteed that you will just let misinformation come and go in your life as it pleases. I'm hoping that those of you under the sound of my voice today have what it takes mentally, have the emotional intelligence, and have the commitment to ethics necessary to help you identify things that are not right, take a stand, and reject it. And when more people start to reject it, it won't have anywhere to go, and then it won't be in the majority, and then we don't have to spend time talking about it like we are now, because uh, it's really, it, it is running us over today, whether it's Medium, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Reddit, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's just someone's standard blog, it doesn't matter. And a lot of the misinformation is coming through organizations or people with names that folks consider to be reliable and trustworthy. And that is not a good thing. So let us work so that we can overcome misinformation from this perspective today. And when you see strange interactions, like the one that I just shared with you, that that we were, someone sent that to me uh, after seeing it on Reddit, uh, we need to make sure that we are overcoming that, that we're not encouraging that type of thing, that we're not enabling it, and that we're giving people what they need to stand against it and be rock solid so that you can generate wins for yourself, for the business, for your users, for your UX teams. That's what we're after today. That's what we want to see. I think that's what everybody really wants to experience. So let's go after it. Sound good? All right, folks, that's it. That's all the time we have and another slightly extended version on today. We hope you got a lot out of this. I look forward to engaging with you in the future and we're about to line up some more guests, but that's it. That's all the time we have for today. So until next time, this is your host of the world of UX. This is Darren Hood. Happy UXing, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.